Hey there, fitness friends. It's Phil. It's episode 74 of Get Fit to Row. It's not 74, it's 73. My apologies. Uh, if numbers matter, they matter a lot in Get Fit to Row, right? Um, look, I wanted to just um, share a thought. On Sunday, I have been meeting with um, one of the Get Fit to Row athletes um, that I'm coaching in Harrogate. And he has spent um, th- three hours, three hours in my tender grip, three hours in my tender grip. And um, just to explain what I've done is basically I do, uh, what I do with Get Fits Row is I do a two hour introduction, run through uh, the technical aspects of the rowing stroke through the ergo and try and basically instill the basis of thinking about the rowing stroke and how we how we move correctly and then i offer up a two-week training plan which includes five sessions per week with a sunday session with me as a review um and that two-week cycle came to end this sunday so i'd had the mighty uh, volume of three hours of uh, coaching supporting uh, this particular client slash athlete slash rower and I have to say and if you've been involved in coaching and if you've been involved in sports where to a level where you have to well where you're coaching really um, I have to say I took absolutely awesome amounts of excellent pleasure in observing the transformation from uh, you know, from what I remembered was the first training session, the first two hours, to the second hour with me. Uh, what was most impressive and most impressive is obviously explaining how the rowing stroke works and explaining how you get the efficiencies from the body and explaining what muscle groups should be doing is is kind of it's difficult for some people to understand because some of those movements are incredibly alien to conventional body movements and you go through this process of coaching, right? So it's the levels of coaching where you start off with unconscious, uncompetent, i.e. you don't know what you're doing and you don't know how to do it. And then you're interest, introduced to something. So you become consciously uncompetent and then you become competently competent and then you become unconsciously competent where you move through these cycles. So when you become unconsciously competent, what you are effectively doing is you're coaching yourself, right? And that's what happened. That's what happened in that fourth hour is I saw a guy that started off with no understanding of how he should move, took on board a massive amount of information over a, you know, over four, over three sessions. And at the end of those three sessions was consciously competent the moving consciously competently moving isn't that a great thing yeah he understood what he needed to do and he understood how he needed to move and he was moving in a fashion that looked really 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 impressive 
to the extent I kind of go, God, you even look like you actually know how to row. Uh, because obviously the way I coach Get Fit to Row, I try and coach none of the bad habits that you sometimes see people develop on ergos in order that if you do Get Fit to Row, you can transition from my coaching into a rowing club, a boat without being disruptive and having to be recoded. It's kind of almost like I try and coach a certain way of movement. So, um, yeah, it was absolutely just extraordinary. Um, incredibly satisfying um, to see it happen um, and to see it happen so quickly. And that in itself then um, obviously presents the next opportunity, which is this particular guy now has an understanding of how to move correctly. Therefore, I then presented the next two-week two training program where we start to actually build a bigger engine. And if you've listened to some of the previous podcasts, when we talk about a bigger engine, what we're talking about is building uh, endurance, building uh, the physicality to be able to move correctly. Um, and it's a process of getting fit, moving well, getting fitter, moving well, getting fitter, moving well, and gradually moving that process. Now, the interesting thing is the two-week cycle that I've introduced uh, as the second two-week cycle concludes in two weeks' time with a run-through, as I like to call them, a run-through 2,000-metre piece. Not a 2K test. No, a run-through of a 2,000-metre piece. And that's going to happen in two weeks' time. And at that point, uh, this particular rower, client, athlete will have had four weeks of training, which is only half of what I would encourage anyone to do when they do get fit to row. Um, only four weeks training. And at the end of the four weeks, we do a test or a measured distance, 2K. But look, in summary, I have to say, if you have ever coached someone and if you're interested in coaching and if you're interested in rowing, when it clicks and you see someone performing the movements and the actions that you think deliver the best, most powerful stroke, you know, the thing that you want to see happen the most, when you see it actually happen, it's just brilliant. It's brilliant. I mean, I could take that, if I could bottle up that, that satisfaction of seeing someone personally achieve what they set out to achieve the two weeks previously and actually do it, I think it's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. It's just brilliant. I mean, I love coaching and I love seeing people achieving what they set out to achieve so quickly. And that creates the bedrock of the future performances that will happen. Anyway, look, thanks for listening. I'll catch you soon. Cheers now.